Hey, how's it going? It's me, Isaac, your podcast host. I'm back. If you kept up with me this long, thank you for supporting the podcast. And if you're new, welcome. I would love your feedback. Tell all your friends. I'm trying to make this podcast a better experience for you, and I'm trying to make it sound better. So we're developing as we go, and little by little, we'll get there. But thank you for coming along on the ride. Moving on, welcome to This Undefined, the podcast that aims to break down the social context of what you've heard and what you believe. From health, culture, business, and beyond, no topic is left off the table. So tune in as we try to make sense of how we define our perspectives and the people who have an opinion about it. In the next few episodes, we're diving into health. In this series, I interview different people in the medical field, so we get to hear how different healthcare professionals define this topic and how their experience allows them to make meaningful decisions for themselves and the people around them. This is Nurses Undefined with guests Kimberly Torres and Ramon Soto. Yeah, so Kimberly is one of my longtime childhood friends. And you know, those are rare now. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's so crazy that we've kept this friendship. And every time we get together, it's like time didn't pass. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think is like, it's, it's rare for people to have that in their lives. I just realized that, like, I've gotten, I have made new friends and like in life as an adult now. And I talk to them, and a lot of them don't have like those friends and i'm like wow that's that's a really uh valuable thing to have in your life because it's sort of i don't know i think it helps remind you of where you've been and then it grounds you at the same time too because like <laughs> there's nothing that i could hide from you you know like it's just right. you've known me and you've seen how i've grown and yeah. stuff um but yeah that's you're one of those and noe is another one like that like I, I still talk to other people that we went to high school but it's just like even if we don't hang out as much i think it still kind of like falls back into place you know tell everybody who you are i'm kimberly um a nurse i've been a nurse for six years and i'm a good friend <laughs> <laughs> and i cool. love to laugh oh you do i do i yeah. love your my laugh. laugh is contagious and yeah. there's different tones of it depending on <laughs> yeah how hard you make me laugh so there you go you are the originator of my on the floor laughs oh my gosh that one time when stop don't even (laughs) don't even talk about it right now yeah don't even talk about it right now laugh attacks yeah i get very nostalgic when i think of like our past I know, I know. Damn, no, yeah, I get very nostalgic about our stories. I know, I know. Just like, I mean, it feels like it was just last it year. It was a movie. <laughs> we made a movie. Yeah, we, we made we movies. We literally did. Yeah. We did make movies. We made movies. We fucking almost got robbed at gunpoint. Were you there that night? Mm hmm. Yeah, right? Mm hmm. Uh, was this, but then, wait, I also remember the gang one. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. What are you talking yeah, about? yeah, that's the one I, I thought oh. it was another one, but no, no, no yeah. No, no. Yeah, I told that story to my friends and they couldn't believe it. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And it's funny because I don't know if this has ever happened to you with people that you know, but I tell them where I'm from and then I don't really think anything of it. But then I like now thinking back, we did go through some adult things that I didn't realize it when we were young. Right, yeah. You now, know? well, yeah. Now I'm reflecting back at my whole life. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I know. Girl, go to therapy. 
Yeah. A lot of things. We went through a lot of different things. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I was 15, 16, yeah. 20. Even like when we were already in college, we were like, that's weird. You know, we just see it as regular. And one time I was talking to some people that live in Frisco, like way far away. Yeah. And I was telling them where I'm from. And they're like looking at me crazy. And I'm like, what? And like, you're from Oak Cliff? And I said, yeah. They're like, how is it there? And we don't even live in a bad part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think we live in a bad part. No, yeah, and, but I mean, but it's I guess not it's that really far. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And so then they were like, how is it? I was like, I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, sometimes if a car is driving slow, I get behind another car. But I mean, other than that, it's kind of fine. Yeah. And I just, uh, I don't realize that those little things, I guess, did contribute to how I kind of move through life i feel like you too i feel like you ha- you're oh. a lot more tougher in terms of like what we can oh, deal yeah. with you know i mean right? yeah I, I feel like especially if you compare your kids this generation compared to us like yeah. it's like what you were you can't even expose them to anything yeah one because you've already kind of lived through that and you're like wait i don't want them to yeah. see this this and that too because do you really? I don't know. You know, in a way, it's a good thing or it's a bad thing because it's yeah. almost like you're sheltering them, yeah. but they need to not be sheltered. But yeah. how much sheltering should you do and how much should you not do? So yeah. it's kind of hard because mm. you're like, I don't want them to go through what I went through, but am I hindering them from growth? Yeah. Like life growth, street growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's true. Like, yeah. Because other people everybody grows up different so yeah. if, if you're exposed to this and not to this but this person's exposed to this and not to this it's and then you guys meet at a mutual place like you could be somewhere at the wrong place yeah. at the wrong time and like how do you even handle that situation you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. i mean you see it a lot i see it a lot with like my younger siblings and i'm like what I, nothing like that but like simple things that like how did that not click and yeah that's true they haven't been exposed to yeah. those scenarios yeah know? that so is it's, true it's it's hard yeah like, it's hard and so. you have younger siblings so you you have those types of conversations because i'm the youngest one yeah and so you can kind of see that difference right between i mean that's just one generation difference i guess you know yeah instead of like if you were to have a kid, that's a different. Exactly. You know? yeah. It's like two more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so I think about like all the things that we've been through. I don't know. It's fun. I thought it was, I thought high school was fun. Yeah, we just laughed the <laughs> whole time. I'm like, I when I showed up, sometimes the church was questionable. <laughs> oh, man. Hungover. The- Not drunk, hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah clarification that was not what was happening what do you remember from church or from like whatever one that you remember that stands out a lot you could say that story you were telling me earlier (laughs) i remember another story now but i just remember we would always laugh like there was never a serious moment like i could not even look at you and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna laugh and you know you know something else that stands out from our youth (laughs) was um when we would do those at the time, it was before TikTok, the vines. You remember oh those? Oh my God, you had one vine. When you... <laughs> I remember that one in my house. I, had, I thought, we, I mean, if we would have continued, we probably would have been like one of the first. No. <laughs> yes, we no, would have. No. Yes, we would have. And but then uh, environmental science. Environmental science. I would yeah. fall asleep in you and Melinda would always freaking make fun of me. 
<laughs> I know, yeah. But, oh, speaking of environmental science, we were ahead of our time because that was like new class yeah, for I us, that right? Class. I learned a lot. Me too. Even though I fell asleep. But that's because I worked and I'm like. I forgot that you worked. Yeah, yeah. I didn't work when I was in high school. Yeah, I Where did you work? I worked at KFC. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you would oh, give us some free chicken. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Those were. Yeah, I remember. That was fun. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, I was so tired. Like, imagine me, a senior, that... working, and I'm so tired. I'm falling asleep in class. Like, what was I doing? That... That's so interesting. Like, I why know. didn't I work the weekend only, like Friday, Saturday, or yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, or something? You know? Yeah. But know. that was my sock. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that? Uh, oh my God. Do you remember when we? Well, I never really went to the club, but did you go to the club? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the stories. Though. The next day, you would tell us the stories. <laughs> Hold on. All right, okay. pause. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, let's get started then. Okay, so. This is like take two. This was an impromptu because first I had asked uh, Kimberly. Now we have two nurses. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you can just briefly tell me who you are. All right. My name is Ramon. I'm a registered nurse as well and currently work in the cardiac unit. Um, I've been a nurse now for like a year. It's going to be two years in July. Already? So, yeah, it's going to be two oh years. My yeah. My first nursing job, though, was in a skilled nursing facility, so part of a nursing home. Mm -hmm. And just recently, for the past couple of months, I've moved to the hospital setting. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, briefly explain kind of your journey into why you wanted to go into nursing. Well, when I was in elementary school, I always wanted to be a pediatrician. And then when I got to high school, I realized that it was... Had to go to med school and it was going to be a long journey and i'm like ah, i don't want to do that so then i decided that i wanted to be a nurse because i knew that it was more of helping and the doctors were kind of just not i mean they help right but it wasn't more of that caring aspect so that's kind of what i wanted to do and then i got in, that's how i got into nursing and i knew that i wanted to go to, i wanted to stay local so i went to ut arlington okay well kind of the same thing like i just always wanted to like help people and i was always into like science and different mm -hmm. health classes and stuff throughout my school years um and i also took an emt course which i really did find interesting mm. and i was like well let me try nursing then um just because i was like well i can still try something else you know uh to help people like hands-on care and also the same thing with being a doctor i was like well maybe i want to be a nurse practitioner mm -hmm. but let me start with nursing and um you know because it's more hands-on and stuff with patients more than doctors and nurse practitioners because they they see a lot of pay at least in the hospital i know they see a lot of patients so their limit their time is very limited with the patient i was like well let me be more involved in their care like health you know everything overall mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah. so how would you define nursing like there's nurse practitioner and then mm -hmm. what's a registered nurse or like what are the different criteria that, that nurses have so they're different from rns right so it's lvns rns nurse practitioners and and then you can get your doctorates in i guess in rn i think you can but, but no, that's pretty much the three levels yeah I mean, rn and nurse practitioner yeah. yeah i mean yeah when you're a nurse practitioner it's kind of like you get to do the same things doctors do but not everything like you can't prescribe like narcotics or anything yeah, like that you can prescribe certain medications yeah mm. and so are those based off like the environment you're working in 
Uh, in a sense, yes. In a sense, no. Okay. I mean, because like I work now in a surgery center. We don't have nurse practitioners. You really wouldn't have a nurse practitioner there. Not that I can think of right now. But in the clinic setting, we did have nurse practitioners. And I mean, they were great. They basically kind of the doctors would be like, hey, it's going to be NP day, nurse practitioner day. So they already know the patients. Mm -hmm. The patients come in, they see them, and they take care of them. They can do the same thing. They do mm -hmm. the same exams that the doctors do, like, on the patient, and they can prescribe. They know all the medications. And then the hospital setting, same thing, but I think they just can't do certain things. Maybe they're out, the doctors are out that day, and they can take over, you know, but... I don't think there would be in every clinical or hospital setting. So if someone was to like go into, like, I want to be a nurse, mm -hmm. when they search for the schools and stuff like that, do they automatically know exactly what kind of setting uh, you want to work in? Like, was that how it was for you or did you learn those along the way? No. Well, as far as school-wise is, like, there's different routes you can go to become a nurse. Like, there's... um. Schools like um, West Coast University, I think that's like a private college, or I'm not sure how it is. I just know it's really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's very expensive. Um, then there's like uh, like Texas Women's University, University of Texas Arlington, where you can get your like BSN or into BSN, or you can do like a community college and go get your ADN, Associate's Degree in Nursing. <laughs> so that's where I went. Um, yeah, I, I went to Irving and I got my associate's degree there. Um, but it, the really co the cool thing about it is you can get your associate degree and then you can transition to RN to BSN um, with UT Arlington because they're like paired or something mm. together. It's like a bridge program. Yeah, yeah, bridge program, and it's it's really not that expensive. So it was like probably like eight thousand or so, mm -hmm. um, which I'm still working on right now. Uh, it's just cheaper to go that way. Yeah. Like from ADN to BSN, like instead of going to like the full four years, it could become more expensive. Mm -hmm. But like once you get out with your ADN or BSN, typically what I've seen, you get paid the same. Mm -hmm. Like you get started out the same. It's based off experience. You start out the same, but most hospitals want you to have your bachelor's. Oh, sure. really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why? Like what is their, their thought process for that? when you get your bachelor's i think you get more into like man you can do more management classes you can go into a manager role oh. it's basically just politics and hospitals yeah. okay. it's not really magnet status yeah exactly yeah so it's not oh. really but yeah but so if i like i got my associates at all central because i was going to uta and i'm like oh my god i can do the same i can still get the same license i still take the same exam it's way cheaper going to community college yeah what am I doing here? Yeah. So I let, I didn't even know that until I took a class. It was like a class that they help you guide you. And I asked, well, they were talking about it and I asked and she's like, yeah, you didn't know that. And I'm like, no, I'm like, okay. So I ended up submitting my application. I got, it, I got, um, waitlisted. I pulled it and I did it for the next semester and I knew I was going to get in. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah. And then I did my bridge program. I graduated with my bachelor's the next year. So, oh. Yeah. Why do you think that happens to, in terms of the route you're trying to take? Like, you wouldn't have discovered that if you didn't try this, uh, like, found this other option, right? Well, I wouldn't have known. I discovered it because they talked about it now that I was in this program, right? Mm -hmm. Well, doing health classes because I wasn't in the nursing program yet. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just the resources are not given to you or, like, if they are, they're not like, hey, did you read this? Or, like, yeah read me read me it's just kind of like do you know what you want to do after high school and I, I feel like it's still that way right now you know like really? you really have to know your resources and i think it's seniors like i think it's a lot of pressure on them you know like yeah. my sister's 
a senior she's gonna graduate and she's just like i don't know what to do blah blah, blah you know but i'm like well in a sense like we kind of not need to know but have an idea yeah that way you can make a decision but at the same time you look back and you're like man that's a lot of pressure you know yeah. like do you have to know you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so i mean i changed i wanted to go back to um teach community college but then i didn't finish my master's program because i'm like do i really want to go back and do that do i want to waste more money going back to school and doing that and yeah. i don't know it was just kind of well yeah well, it's a testament i guess to how bad you actually wanted to become a nurse both yeah. of y'all yeah. because you sort of found the means to try to make it happen because yeah. i guess like you could probably be discouraged or like spend a lot of money uh without right. realizing it's and then you have kind of that taste in your mouth of like this is what it had to do but you found you guys found it through other means that are pro it's probably smarter exactly <laughs> More efficient. yeah yeah and, and that's what they need to teach you, you yeah know? interesting so, okay. i actually so, had a conversation with my patient about uh, really? about this yeah because she said her daughter was going to nursing school and she's like I'm paying millions of dollars and i'm ready for her to graduate already so she can start paying this off <laughs> and and then i told her she's like yeah i know you can do that i wish she would have taken that route that way we were in, in debt you know uh -huh. like, yeah i mean Wow. So you had mentioned earlier about the licensing. What, yeah. what, well, I just what's get, the process for that? And then what does that entail? Well, it's like pretty much like, you know, you go, you take your state board, you get um, awarded your license for passing your national exam. And it's like your license, you have to renew it every year and then you pay to renew it. You got to work a certain amount of hours, but it's always in the back of my head. Like, I guess that stresses me too. It's like, I don't want to lose my license. I don't want, you know, I've, I don't do anything I'm not supposed to do, you know, mm -hmm. or not supposed to do, but I just feel like you can lose your license over anything in a way. Like in nursing school, you go over like, oh, we well, got to do this or this. Yeah, but Texas has like a lot of different laws. Like so many I, laws. Yeah, other than other states. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can be so busy sometimes at work. Like, it's very important that you document. You put nurses know, which I'm always documenting at yeah. work. My, nurse, my coworkers, make, they're like, dang, you're writing a novel. Like, what chapter <laughs> are you on now? I'm like, because, like, just some of the notes sure. I see, like, like, a nurse will go through and just write one note, their whole shift. I'm like, I would never do that. Like, just getting report. Like, I try, at least right now, like, I checked on this patient. I rounded. There's no concerns. Nothing going on, you know? Or, like, if you do see something that happened, write what you saw. You let the doctor know, and this is what happened after and then you followed up you know yeah i can see that's kind of scary because like there's nuance in things right so like you might be doing something and then there's so many factors that contribute to how somebody does something so mm -hmm. and that's why i guess it's important to really document yeah because really anything could be held against you yeah. or like if something goes wrong they could just easily look back and be like yeah. well you didn't put that in there i mean I but the charting like documenting everything is just like something you like yeah. a good preceptor will show you how to do you, you have to yeah. have a good preceptor in order yeah, to like, do that did yeah. you chart it did you chart it what did you put you know what i mean but mm. if nobody teaches you that then you're not gonna know yeah, yeah. And you know Oof. Yeah. yeah what's a preceptor just Somebody, someone trains you yeah. like so there's a person in that role yeah so like i was a nursing preceptor so i've been a nurse like in the i was gonna train ramon he's a new nurse uh -huh. I'm like okay Kimberly. i mean yeah you have a, a new nurse you're gonna train so it's, i'm gonna train him how to work on that specific floor yeah so this is how we do this this is how we pass medications this is how you chart so i'm just teaching him the ropes basically oh i see yeah. okay yeah because we have to do that for massage yeah and we have to write down our soap notes but i've oof, that's i can't imagine how much i'll have to write yeah. for that all right 
Now, some nurses document by exception. So what that is, is like, let's say you go to the hospital, right? They did their assessment, but they're not gonna document that your lungs were clear because that's normal. You know, oh, they, they're okay. only documenting if something's wrong. Yeah, so the they, were all, they, they were only okay. abnormal findings. I see. Uh, but sometimes it's like it's good to know what was normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're like, okay, and like, oh, well, all I'm seeing is that their lungs have been having fluid in them, and and it happened this day. You know, like it's just good, but it can be well, a lot. Like there's it's more aspects than just the patient care. It's like you have to document. You have like your work work you have to do too. Yeah. How do you guys define health? I usually define health as like. Well, there's different aspects of health, like mental health, you know, uh, physiological health, spiritual health. So those are the main three that I like really base being healthy on because you want to make sure, you know, you're not stressed, you're not anxious, you're not depressed because that could lead like a deterioration like of your physical health. You know, like you could put on weight, you can get tired, you can become fatigued, you can like, you know, not take care of yourself, not eat properly. And then that can lead to other issues. I think the same way, like, for example, like, I've been so tired, not even coffee is helping me, like, I'm trying to go to sleep, but I'm anxious, and it's just, if you don't take care of it, it's just gonna, not gonna go away until you take care of it, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to, to know your body, know when to rest, to have your rest day, know when to say no, and... I mean, like like Ramon said, like if you talk to God or you have whatever spiritual guide that you do, you know, like it's important to do that because you're taking care of yourself. I think a lot of people and a lot of health workers and a lot of nurses, like it's kind of hard for them to do because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, man, I'm, I'm doing this or I'm working so much, but I still have my life to deal with. And sometimes we mm-hmm. carry stuff home that from work that we shouldn't or we carry home, stuff from home to work that we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, health is just being healthy in all aspects of your life. Your life, yeah. Um, how, what does that look like currently in your life? Like, how do you guys manage your own health? Mm, well, the way I manage, I've been trying to eat healthier lately. Like, um, just trying to improve the foods I eat. Like, stay away from fast food or red meats and stuff. Because I did have a doctor's visit. And um, I think my cholesterol level was elevated and i know red meat is one of the like primary factors in raising the level so i was like and i know i've been eating a lot of red meat too (laughs) and butter so i was like let me just let me let me cut back on that um and then exercise oh and then i also read like a um Mm -hmm. was not bible it's like a book i guess you can say um it's like daily devotionals you can read and then i also listen to a joyce meyer podcast as well but those are the main things that I really do. And then just try to spend time now with like friends and family and just really separate work from my life outside of work. Like definitely I just, mm. I, I like, I, I don't bring that home. I really don't because I don't want that to trickle over into my personal life or family yeah. life because then I'm like, I need to do something different. Like I'll probably leave um, the right. profession altogether because yeah. I have a son now. He's like eight months and I, I don't want to be a negative person or, you know, I don't want to show him anything that i wouldn't want him to be you know Mm -hmm. like bringing it home yeah and then when i go to work though um usually i don't i feel like i don't carry too much stress from like home or my family like things do happen you know in life like with family and stuff like sickness or 
you know, just things that, you know, yeah. you can't control. But I don't like to take that to work either because when I go to work, I know I'm going to be stressed about something. You know, it's just, uh, <laughs> just going to be stressful. It's going to be something yeah. with uh, either one patient or three patients or like the politics in nursing as well. So yeah. I'm just like, I can't be stressed. You know, you just, it's just yeah. not good no, for yeah. you. It's just not yeah. good for you. Yeah. And that's true, though. Like, at the, I just got this new job and, man, thank God, because... My other job, I, I was stressed. I was working, what, seven to four, but I never got out at four. And I would just have piles and piles of stuff to do. And it was just kind of, it was a lot. Like I was managing so many things, not getting the help that I needed. And if, like, I, it's not like I wasn't asked, but it was like almost like passive. So when I left, they hired two people to take my spot. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, wow. Yeah, so I mean, it was, it's, it's hard and, even in the hospital setting, when I used to work in the hospital setting, at first it was great, like my first two years, but then my dad passed away and it was so stressful and I just couldn't do it anymore. It was something that I needed to remove myself from. And I knew that I, I knew the moment that I didn't enjoy going to work and the moment that I was just, man, I don't know, I don't want to be here that I needed to remove myself from that setting. Yeah. So that's what I did for that job and that's what I did for the other job and now I'm like oh okay so it's it's a better it's better for me yeah. like I'm not I mean I'm stressed at work from work stuff yeah. you know but yeah. not like bringing that back home or anything yeah. like that but not overwhelming stress yeah and, and like another thing that I learned was you do need to take your PTO days your <laughs> vacation days because if you don't then you're just like what are you doing yeah chill take a break take a break you yeah. know i remember having some conversations with you over the phone and you're like man i'm doing like two people jobs and they're not hiring anybody else i remember doing that during that time that you were yeah. kind of stressing out about it and wondering where you were going to be talk about a little bit about that experience of when you knew that that was the time to sort of move um on. so when i was working in the hospital and like my dad passed away i remember going back and then they gave me like a, my dad passed away of cancer right and Whenever I came back to work, they gave me a patient for freshly coming back that week that mm. had cancer or passed away. And I'm like, why? They make the assignment so they know like what mm. patient is what, you know. And so it was just like, how insensitive is that? You know, mm. like how insensitive could you be to give me that assignment? Everybody's human just because we're nurses doesn't mean True. that True. we're, oh, I just saw my patient over here pass away or so and so. You know day. what I mean? Like, yeah. how are we supposed to recover from the this five minutes ago to this you know what i mean yeah. like it's just i think sometimes like the politics of nursing it's like they don't think too much about that mm -hmm. and it's that's where it kind of like there's a, a lot of nurse burnout in that sense so mm -hmm. i knew that i had a burned out of the hospital setting then then i moved to a clinic setting mm -hmm. which is completely different but it was a lot of paperwork a lot of managing it was it was a lot and I, I really enjoyed it because I like learning and I learned quick and mm -hmm. so I'm like oh my god okay so I was excited about learning something new and then it just kind of it got heavy like COVID happened I think it was kind of partly COVID because I'm like oh. working from home um, I couldn't get anything done because I, I just felt like it just kept piling up I had my own phone line I had like voicemails wow. that I would have to check I had my email I would have to check I had to coordinate infusions. I had to coordinate making sure that the insurance was working with this. So it was just like wow. a lot of coordinating to do. And I'm like, wait, I need to breathe. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I need to breathe. And it was just, it was not something that 
I saw myself doing anymore. I love my patients because you grow with them. They're like, they were my, I was working as a pediatric nurse mm -hmm. and I mean, that was the thing that sucked because a lot of them, like you saw them grow up, Yeah. but I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not going to be somewhere where I'm not happy either. Yeah. So, so that's when you made the decision. Yeah. I'm like, I need to find something new, something where I'm not going to be stressed. Now, is that, do you feel like that's a largely part of like a managerial aspect or is that just how the system is where it's like, there's no taking into consideration of like how they're working people? I think it's a little bit of both, right? Or yeah. What do you think? Um, I feel like it's a little bit of both as well. I'm in a residency program now, right? Mm -hmm. In the cardiac unit. And I love the management. I love the team, the charge nurses. They're great. Like this unit honestly is probably like, I feel like probably the best it can get in a hospital setting actually. Because mm -hmm. um, they're always so willing to help but no one like talks to you like you're dumb or like, you know, mm -hmm. ask them anything and they'll give you advice. They'll help you. Um, the, the stress right now is just coming from bedside nursing, like just being, you know, right there, the patients. So they're not experiencing any like certain complications. So then you're calling like the doctor, like, okay, I need like a stat chest x-ray an EKG. Um, what's their blood pressure? You got to try to get these things. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you still have four other patients or you can have three and then an admission, you know, mm -hmm. everything's kind of ha can happen at one time. Um, but that's the way this, that's just the way it is in nursing. I mean, you can delegate that as well, but then like the techs who are working sometimes they have multiple patients as well mm -hmm. and so they could be in the middle of something but you as a nurse have to make sure you're on top of it and it happens because it could like fall on you yeah everything falls on the nurse it does mm -hmm. yeah but previously in the icu that's where i started out in that's like the hardest nursing you could ever get into which i was excited because at first i was like oh it's two patients you know i'm coming from a nursing home where i had 25 patients you know to myself <laughs> yeah. of course their acuity was really low that's my first nursing job but coming into here i'm like okay you know they're going to train you there's all these resources and stuff but um, of course, it's during COVID as well. Um, so we had our COVID unit and like regular unit, but the environment, the the staff, like the personalities did not mesh well with mine. Like I feel like people will talk to you like you're stupid. People will talk to you like uh -huh. you didn't like know anything. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm a fresh nurse coming to the ICU, like critical, critical patients. And mm -hmm. they're on way different medications than you would see on the regular floor, you know? And they would be like, these patients are like paralyzed. They can't talk to you. They have like mm -hmm. multiple IVs, medicines, keeping them alive. I was really becoming like depressed. I did not want to go to, to work. I was like mm -hmm. dreading going into work. My anxiety was at all time high. Um, like one experience, I had one patient in the COVID unit and they were crashing. And I was like, oh shit, you know, like I had a preceptor, but they're cut. the preceptors are like hard. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Which, I mean, it's the critical care unit, so you do need to know. But it's like there's going to be some individuals who will need more guidance, more training than others. Mm -hmm. And they can be successful, but if they're not willing to, like, understand that, you know, it kind of pushes you away. So, like, with that one patient, she was, like, crashing, crashing. Like, we, uh, like I started to do chest compressions on her. We had to call the doctors. Then the family's calling me. Then my priest was like, answer. The family's calling. Uh, wow. But I'm like, man, how can I answer right now? Like, I'm trying to keep this person alive, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, it's difficult to talk to them. And it's like, okay, then they pass away. But their family's, like, freaking out on the phone. I feel bad for the family. And I'm trying to focus on them. Then it's like, okay, you got to start calling the organ donation people. So, or, you know, those people are, like, looking. Then they're calling you. Then the yeah. pastor's calling yeah. you. The chaplain, it's a lot. It's oh a lot. Then it's like, okay, the patient unfortunately didn't make it. Then you have to deal with that. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, make sure you you call this organ donation, like get this number. So it's like, oh, you got an admission. Then right after that, it's like, get right back to it. You got someone else coming in who's wow. just as sick. 
so i just couldn't i would never go back to the icu or wow. anything it's just not something for me there is just different personalities that can work in the icu and they're just like it is what it is and either you're going to handle it or get out yeah. turnover rate i think it's like a year for like the ICU. yeah, yeah. Like for sure. is there room for improvement for it to be better there like that yeah I, de I definitely think there's room for improvement there's yeah room yeah for sure yeah. wow i think it, it i mean it just i don't know how they're gonna do room for improvement but definitely like like i'm saying like there's always you're always short stat or like hey like why didn't you tell someone so I'm like, well, because they're doing this X, Y, and Z. Like, they have their own stuff going on, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, can we hire more people? Can, like, that way we're, this is not happening? Look at the bigger picture and see, like, okay, he's has this patient. She has that. What, where can we do? You know what I mean? But it just, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, again, nursing politics has a big thing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Patient satisfaction has a big thing to do with it. Oh, and, yeah. like... Um, and then like what he was talking about when um, when people talk to you like you're stupid mm. like those nurses that Oof. know it alls are like you don't know it this is like no we're all nurses we all need to work together it's just different personalities and it's just yeah. like any job you know yeah. but yeah but you're dealing with people's lives there though exactly you <laughs> like, would think so yeah, but it's just, it's it's just same, still yeah. like a job oh like you know God. you could deal with like bullying or like rudeness and stuff yeah. like they just it's the same thing it's just dealing with people's health as your career yeah much. yeah i mean i guess the burnout part is what explains it but still like uh, yeah nurse burnout is real i'm yeah. like look into it I mean, it's a burnout with everything, right? Like, I mean, yeah. with any job. Like, for example, earlier I said I worked at KFC. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to work here forever. Like, yeah. I mean, I obviously I never did anything bad, but I'm just like, let me look for something else or I'm going to call in today. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, and, and but that's what I'm saying. At that point, that's when you as a nurse need to realize, am I happy here? Mm -hmm. do, yeah, do I need I to think. move on? Yeah, move on. Go yeah. find something that's going to make you yeah. not miserable, you know? Yeah. And that's where you have to ask yourself. Yeah. You know? so. um, what's funny, because whenever you think of, like, hospitals, the conversation mostly becomes about, like, nurse nurses and how, like, they're short-staffed and all the things that you guys have to deal with. The, the most immediate person to the patient, at, yeah. you, like, throughout the day instead of, like, the mm -hmm. other people, right? Mm -hmm. And so, from you guys' experience, what kept you still within that field and have that optimism to still maybe find your place? I mean, I, I love being a nurse regardless of yeah. all the crap that we go through i mean <laughs> to be on literally yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. um but i mean i i love being a nurse i love educating patients and i love being there for the patient i love sharing emotions with the patients i love i just i just love nursing yeah. regardless part of me still wants to go back to teach you know yeah. but when i was working at the hospital setting i was a preceptor and i was teaching all the new nurses like hey this is what you need to do and I wouldn't be hard. I would be hard enough where I'm like, just kind of think about what you're doing. And then, like, let me know what you're going to do. And if you're not doing the right thing, then I'll stop you and I'll give you a rest. Yeah. Well, like, what factor about it, about being a nurse, do you resonate with? Like, what, what, what emotional attachment do you think you have for it? I don't, I think I'm really empathetic and I think there, that's where I can, that's where I can shine in my, mm -hmm. you know, empathy. If I don't know nothing, anything in that, in that specific area and I learn it well enough to teach it, let me spread the knowledge, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So 
especially in communities where they don't have these resources and like if they don't know how to take their medications or check their insulin levels mm -hmm. or, or like i mean sugar, le sugar levels or blood pressure it's just like man how are you gonna succeed how are you how are you gonna better your health if you don't even know where to start mm -hmm. you know yeah. what i mean and a lot of people like like the hispanic community they relate back to you because they're like oh she's a nurse she's hispanic she speaks spanish you know mm -hmm. so it's just like okay yeah i mean i'm here to help you like what do you need help with you know mm -hmm. i mean there needs to be like an education yeah aspect. for sure yeah. yeah what keeps you i mean i think it's i have a lot of compassion you know i care for, i genuinely care for people and it's just like um when i'm at work i'm like this is somebody's mother their father even if you know we also get patients who are like homeless as well uh who we don't they don't have family but it's just like you know that's still somebody there currently under your care take care of them treat them like a mm -hmm. decent human being don't you know forget that they're homeless forget any of that um you know sometimes it, it can show like through their personality the way they you know they probably had like a rough life or the way they come off mm -hmm. you know um so usually i you know my patients most of them are like really nice or you know they like me because they they know i care i always get that a lot like man you really care you really care mm -hmm. you know you're you're one of the first ones who treated me this way i really appreciate it that's crazy so so i just you know that's what i like to <laughs> you know yeah. to do um, but I am trying to get away from bedside nursing. I'm just trying to get yeah. through this residency program, to be honest, because yeah. as a nurse, you have to you have to do residency and you have to go into the hospital setting to gain that knowledge, that background, those skills. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, maybe you don't have to have to, but uh, it's good to have everybody that says, you know, experience. just do it. Yeah. And it is good. To talk, yeah. You know, it is good to have that experience. But I want to move into like education. So I want to go on. Just like she said, I feel like it's really important to teach people how to check their glucose levels, you know, because sometimes we get patients who come in like they've been like, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like, they have, they've been like peeing blood for like two weeks, oh my you know, God. It's like they won't come in and you're like, no, the first, you know, that is bad. Like, you know, it's like, what medications are you on? Cause they could be on blood thinners or something or, yeah. you know, be taking it too much or not taking it how they're supposed to, you know, we can prevent that. Yeah. My goal right now in life is to be happy, make money mm -hmm. and not be stressed. Like, yeah. Yeah. Those, those are the goals to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And still help people. And I feel like that's yeah. the way I can help them as well without yeah. being as stressed. Yeah, the educational part, the things that people don't know, you know, this is why I asked, like, how do you define health is because everyone kind of sees it differently, differently yeah. and based off like what education they have. Exactly. Like yeah. you need to know like, okay, this person's going to understand this and this person's not going to understand this. So like break it down. There's power in being able to know about your body and what it's supposed to be doing, yeah. you know, yeah. and like when people don't know that. And then you have the opportunity to educate them. If you're sending them off with some valuable information. Right. Yeah. Whether uh, they listen to you or not, <laughs> that's up to them. Yeah. And I mean, th there's a, another thing that I learned in the hospital setting too. It's like, well, how do you know they learned it? Well, tell them to take you back to you. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like, that's oh, okay. Good. Yeah. That's so. really good. From your experience, what do you feel people get wrong about health? Maybe like lifestyle they don't know the choices or things that they're putting into their body um, or lack of activity they're having, it's going to come to like a haul at one point or another, you know? So I feel like that's the main thing. Like people just don't know, like they think they can do what they want all the time or they may have done it when they were younger, but it's like, yeah. no, nah, you're getting older now. Take, you know, you need to, you need to fix it. Yeah. I would say more like, yeah, like, like maintenance, maintenance for your body. Like yes, people like, yes. Oh, I was young and I'm not going to 
I was fine then. Like I'm fine now. I'm not gonna check. I'm not gonna check in with my. You know what I mean? But it's it's like a car. It's like plumbing. It's like everything. Like you have to keep up with your health. You you maybe you are healthy, but maybe you're not. Mm -hmm. Maybe you find out too late, or maybe maybe you didn't have to take this pill. If you would have came to the doctor sooner, if you would have yeah. taken care of your diet sooner, if you would have gone to the doctor, you know, mainly it's that. Or it's a lot of people are like, I don't want to do it. It's my, you know, my health. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, but why? Are you, but you're here. You came, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, obviously yeah, you true. care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we're here to help you. Nobody makes you do anything. You came, right? Like, so <laughs> and we, wh where is the compromise? You know? Yeah, we do get those patients who are like, oh, y'all aren't doing anything here for me. No one's helping you do anything. I'm like, actually, yeah, we found out like 90% of your heart is like blocked with like plaque and, you know, it's not getting the right blood flow. So we help I identify that. Mm. So now we're going to help and we're giving the opportunity or they know like, hey, we can fix this with surgery. You know, and sometimes they, they feel like we're not doing anything. Was like we're actually doing a lot, and we're actually catching mm. a lot of stuff. Knowledge mm. is more. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys share an experience that's been impactful for you so far in your career? I had a lot, but one that I always think about was, and it's kind of sad, but I mean, it, okay. So I had a patient, and he was he had cancer. He was passing away, but he left the hospital right, and he went home. And then I think a couple of weeks later, his wife, I guess, stopped by the nurse's station and she left um, his obituary and he put me on his obituary, like by wow. name. And I'm like, what? Wow. I'm like, I didn't even think that. Like, I mean, I was just being myself, you know? Yeah. And he, it was me and another nurse, but they really, I don't know. It just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to cry, but being there for that patient in their last moments being there yeah. for them when they within the most vulnerable moments it's like it really helps you being nice to somebody you know yeah not even i mean uh, you don't have to be a nurse to be nice no, you, don't have, yeah. you know just acknowledging people and yeah I, mean, I think that was like one of something that i remember the most but i mean i have a lot of stories but it, if one of those are that's one that's of the one ones. so was it was the interaction like just part of your job right but within that interaction with him was there anything different that he he interpreted in a more meaningful way that you didn't realize and then you found out through that obituary or or was there a moment where you like had a conversation with him and and he remembered or i don't know i mean no you know? i just think i like i said i was just doing my like job and i was being nice i yeah. mean you know what yeah. i mean like yeah, just exactly. being me and it really stuck yeah. with him yeah. yeah so i mean was there everybody else that i work with that i like working with <laughs> yeah. being mean to you yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so it just kind of like wait what you know so it just yeah. kind of makes you think about little things like people yeah. are not like be that person with everyone no exactly. matter what right even if it's there, like it shouldn't take their last days exactly. for them to experience that yeah. type of care yeah in their life that is sad but yeah. it's it's a it's very cool that he thought of you that yeah. way though yeah. to, like, it was you, me and another nurse and you, but, you, so, you both of y'all yeah but maybe we made more conversation i don't know yeah. i like and that's another thing that i like to make conversation with my patients yeah and sometimes you don't have that time it's just like, man it kind of sucks but when you, know, you can yeah when but, you can wow you guys talked about it a little bit earlier but what are your grievances with like the politics of nursing mm -hmm. and what do you think are some solutions that could happen. 
feel like currently right now patient satisfaction surveys and stuff that go mm. out like how well were you taken care of um did we meet your needs did you go to the restroom on time when you asked like were you bathed like you know of course these are like basic needs like mm -hmm. everybody needs them you know everybody has the right to them of course well, but I feel like it's kind of becoming more like customer service in a way. Mm -hmm. Like currently, you know, like a hot, like a hotel, mm -hmm. like kind of thing. Hospitality. Yeah, hospitality. I'm just like, uh, it's not that we don't want to, or but sometimes you literally do not have time to like, like every hour. Like you need to go to restaurant. Yeah, okay, let me get you. Because then you can have an admission. You got somebody who has chest pain. You can have somebody who's vomiting. You know, yeah. and you just don't have time for it. And I don't feel like that should count against you or the hospital. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because you you do do it um, when you can, or you do make time for it. But I just feel like one of the things now it seems like it's becoming more customer service kind of thing. Um, but I just feel like nursing is just a different profession. You know, the, yeah. in a way like. You're, you're there to really meet their health needs, keep them alive, and make sure nothing else happens to them, and then get them out to go home and be as independent right. and healthy as possible, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's not that nurses don't do those things, at least, like, on my unit. I know, like, I round on my patients, like, do you need help with this? And, you know, sometimes it's not easy, like, if a patient, like, I need to be on the bed, but you put on bedpan, and you're putting, then it's too late, they, like, pooped everywhere. <laughs> and you're not going to leave them there like mm -hmm. that. You know, they're like, okay, I got to go get help. Then, you know, it takes you time. They got to change their gown, change their sheets, clean them, like pretty much yeah. bathe them. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, okay, you're going to do that. But it's like these things take time. It's not, you know, I feel like the people who make these surveys or they may think it's so easy, but it's really not. You know, especially like you're if you're walking them to the restroom, then you got to wait there because you don't want them to fall because then falls are like super bad, like in the <laughs> hospital and Oof. stuff, like anywhere. It's like just horrible. Um, but it's just that that's just my only grievance right now. I mean, that, I think that's going to take time to change. Like, yeah. And maybe because of COVID and everything that happened, I think it is going to change. Yeah. It's going to take time. But, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bad things that nurses went through COVID. I mean, yeah. luckily, I didn't have to work in a COVID unit. You know, they like there was not enough PPE. They had to... It was crazy. Like, yeah. everything that frontline nurses during covid you would never hear of any of that stuff like that stuff that mm -hmm. you hear maybe once in a bad hospital you know what i mean yeah. but not like i don't know so i feel like it it, it is going to change and it needs to change but i will say that not all patients are saints some mm. patients are they're mean like they're yeah. mean patients could come in and cuss you out they come in cussing you out treating you bad you know and there is harassment from patients to nurses wow you just kind of have to balance it all out yeah. like wait <laughs> what am i gonna do next yeah do, do nurses still strike yeah uh not here in texas though but yeah they do they yeah. had a couple of strikes during covid and even before that i think new york has like Oof. i think they have a high ratio like Maybe 10 or more? I don't know, what? but... Of nurse-to-patient ratio? Yeah. Oh, no. See, I, uh, yeah. I don't want to do that. Have you guys... That's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because oh, you did traveling nurse. I did nurse. do travel nurse. Explain that a little bit. I hated travel. I hate, hated the hospital that I worked at, but I love the travel part. Um... They're, they did not help you out. They wouldn't even knew. They thought I was like permanent staff. And like the week of, they're like, oh, you're a travel nurse? And I'm like, dude, I've been here for three months. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, 
Um, but it wasn't the patients were mean. People in the East Coast are mean. <laughs> I'm like, really? oh, yeah, yeah, like everybody wasn't friendly. I think only one person was friendly, you know. And then of course, like the, the girl that I stayed with, she was a nurse. Mm-hmm. She was cool, but um, the patients were mean. I think my first day I got cussed out, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. And it was kind of hard to transition back to the hospital setting because I was in clinic setting, and I'm like, I don't know if clinic settings for me. Let me go back to bedside to see if i really wanted to do if do i really miss bedside that much no i do not (laughs) it was just it was crazy and i definitely learned a lot of things that i didn't learn my other years of bedside nursing i've never had anxiety like that until i worked there i would go home crying i don't know you know like i just questioned myself a lot because i just nobody really helped you it wasn't it wasn't teamwork it was horrible so now let's talk about what you do like in your everyday life what do you feel are your deficits in certain aspects of health (laughs) yeah at home all of it because you i mean you you guys deal with it every day right so it's one of those things where like oh well you would think that somebody who deals with that has their life together yeah no definitely not i mean we want to preach what (laughs) we sow but we don't right um i mean like i said it's it's balance we're human i mean we're not perfect obviously there's people that you know I mean, and there's excuses for everything, right? (laughs) But I picked up rowing not too long ago, and I loved it. I did it consistently for like two months, but then I just kind of like fell off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like why did I fall off? Because I'm so tired. I need to get my sleep. I mean, like I need to sleep. I'm getting older. It's just, it's hard, but it's definitely, definitely doable. You know, like Mm -hmm. I've done it before. Um, you do but, where you can yeah i mean or more i mean yeah. definitely but the, i think that's my deficit and then like also if you're that tired you're like i don't want to go home and cook and you're like oh let's do a little bit of fast food you know yeah. but also it's just those little things that you need to definitely work on the things that you tell your patients you know <laughs> yeah. But, yeah i just feel like i'm well, maybe the physical aspect, like working out and stuff, like I do try to work out, but sometimes you are so tired and I just feel like, man, now I have a little boy, you know, eight, yeah. nine months old. Um, and we, you know, I live together with uh, my girlfriend and it's like, she's working, I'm working. And it's just like, you know, I guess just being parents is just so new too to me. Yeah. And then also being a nurse and, you know, I mean, people work and stuff, but it's like, not, I work night shifts. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go to sleep and go to the gym, you know, but then my girlfriend's like, I'm tired, you know, help watch the baby. I'm like, okay. Like, I just feel like there's just different things. Um, or like I'm in school too, you know, so I'm like taking classes and working and with my family. So it just, I guess, depends on what you have going on in your life at when that particular you, moment when do you feel like uh you've had all those things in order and you had a very good grasp on it that you've noticed probably when i'm just thinking about myself and i can only focus on myself <laughs> like when i was single i didn't have a kid i didn't you know have a partner you know because i feel like yeah. there was a point where i was kind of stressed but i was able to like do what i want to do whenever i want to do it like exercise when i wanted to like just now I have to be more mindful mindful yes i'd be more mindful like you know and i want to spend time with my baby boy too you know i love him or you know be considered like okay i'm tired i know my girlfriend's tired because she does have the baby a lot as well you know 
but it's just i guess that hmm. but that's over like you yeah. know it's not it's well, not <laughs> back for me like being single or not yeah. you know well i feel like, like you have to now recalibrate that yeah. in, into a way and into a way where now you have other people in your life that you exactly. have to consider and so you're finding that out currently i feel like that's not gonna happen until my little boy can walk or he gets a little <laughs> bit bigger you know yeah. where he can be a little bit more independent and we're not like you know we have to walk for him we have to talk for him we have to, i mean mm-hmm. i love these things of course yeah. you know, i'm not yeah. talking about it like in a negative way but i feel like that's when i'll be able to have more of a grasp on it like when he can do like things more on his own i guess and then whenever me and my uh girlfriend are on the same page as in like okay we need a break you know i need my day you need mm-hmm. your day you know she may not understand that 100 percent, or feel mm-hmm. like oh okay you're just leaving me here baby i'm like well you don't gotta stay with baby i told you you're mm-hmm. gonna you can go do your own thing and yeah, i watch here. him you know or yeah. i'm here but she's like no so i just think she she just feels like he's still you know nine months and yeah. still growing up and stuff which you know i'm sure there's other people who think that way so mm-hmm. i just feel like we'll once we become on the same page and once he gets yeah. bigger guess, it's interesting yeah. you say that because i mean i don't have kids but yeah. <laughs> but uh, i think changing like your perspective on that can be where you know you have a kid and you have a partner right but they are an extension of you even though they took up a lot of your time because they're an extension of you it's still a form of self-care that you're taking care of your kid does that make sense yeah Yeah. because yeah i hear a lot of parents talk about like well right now my life is this kid and it revolves around them it's something else that i have to take care of helping that little person Mm -hmm. is helping you grow as a person right so it's part of your health as well yeah, you just can't do the same things like yeah anymore. like you can't stay out late or like you know because yeah. like, they're like hey come hang out with us or that's just like okay but i can't stay too that late long, yeah. you know sometimes i would be and my girl was like we gotta go i mean i get it but i just think it's gonna be yeah it's a new time yeah mm-hmm. what kind of advice or what would you leave the listener with People about nursing to this? <laughs> <laughs> what would you leave them with I mean, I I don't know how to say this, but just like be respectful, like, you know, like kind of like respect your nurses because we we're there. We have good intentions, like just know that we're humans. We also have, you know, like I have a totally different life outside of nursing, you know, it's my family, my little boy. But just know our hearts are in the right places when we are taking care of your loved ones. When we're there at work, don't make things harder for us. Like, let us kind of just do our job. (laughs) That's what I would say. That was good. Um, (laughs) same thing i mean just make small talk when we make small talk laugh at our jokes even though they're not funny (laughs) i mean just i promise we're trying to make this process easy for you too and that way just work with us we love our job we love what we do we wouldn't be there if we didn't you know yeah Where, where do you guys see yourself in the next like 10 years five years i definitely wanted to finish my master's program i don't know i wanted to still do education or informatics more like it side of nursing Mm -hmm. but i do want to finish my my master's but right now it's like surgery bedside which is okay because it's like a combination and it's really nice people may think nurses like hospital but there's so many different routes you can go into a nurse and like so many different things you can do so it's just like that's what i want to go into as of now because i feel like i won't be that stressed you know (laughs) but i feel like you can make more money as well but i also want to maybe venture off from nursing um still have that because you know i worked really hard for my license and my you know i just feel like i work so hard and i do like it um but i wanted like maybe 
do more like business kind of thing i don't know what yet but that's something i do see myself like doing the next five to ten years getting another degree in something and or just like starting up a business interesting okay well thank you for uh, having this conversation with me i know we went all over the place but we found our way yeah. <laughs> but yeah but the reason is i wanted to have you know a nurse's perspective of health and what you guys have to deal with every day and just kind of give the listener an idea of you know the day in the life of a nurse and how that looks different depending on what your what environment you're working and what role that that nurse of a nurse you're playing yeah you know um so yeah so thanks you're welcome thank you for having us (laughs) yeah thank you for having us once again all right so that's it (laughs) Bye. bye bye Thank you for listening to today's episode of This Undefined. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Share the voice. And if you want more content to explore, as well as follow other projects we're working on, go to the website at www.thekilosproject.com. Till next time, train, recover, create.